cheesehead. Cheesehead. And fellow cheeseheads. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Tea and Tarot. It's a podcast. This is Kate the Brave. And I'm Jordan. And we are psychic mediums, but mostly we are people. And we're here to talk to you about the shit that we're going through, the things that we're learning in life, ghost stories here and there. And um, we just want to make a safe community for you. So pull up a chair. I'm going to get the tea brewing and we'll get started. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Back again. Jordan's back. And so is friend. It's me. And, uh, uh, and we are here. <laughs> You're like, please that make it perfect. stop now. <laughs> I think that should be the new introduction song. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> the one now is like so calm and like really fits the vibe. Except for this was like, I really like where it was like, I am friend. <laughs> Just in case you need to remind everyone that you were involved. They might not know, Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. What are you up to? Uh, I am, like, doing a little bit of nothing, trying. But I'm also trying to get myself organized because I know that the school year is about to start soon. And if I don't start from, like, a nice, clean base level zero then it's only gonna spiral from there girl same after we're done this podcast I have to do some work and then that's exactly what I'm doing cleaning up the house getting ready to just get ready hang on just one second because my son is about to get whooped no just kidding (laughs) but they're being kind of loud so let me tell him hold on And we are back. Back again. <laughs> cha 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 cha. Cha I also am going to be cleaning. It's just like a good day, too, I feel like. And then we just went through that full moon, which was a lot of releasing. A lot of us are finally getting our energy back. So I've been trying really hard to, I don't know if you've seen anything about it read an article or something somewhere about how people with ADHD tend to create things known as doom boxes or doom drawers where it's just like a bunch of things and you like to get them out of sight out of mind you like put them all in a box or you put them all in this drawer and then you end up having like six boxes that are just full of random stuff that you have no idea I'm so bad about that so I'm really trying to limit that and go through it and get rid of what I don't need anymore or like reorganize so I can use it that's hard I feel that in my bones and we have it like all over the house you know I'm always like it's because our house is small we don't have a place to put anything which is kind of true but also I would like to figure out how to find a place for everything we're not the only ones with a small house other people have figured this out it's hard I just and I like I don't know what it is. It's hard to like get rid of stuff. I like to keep stuff. And then I'm like, why do I have this stuff? Oh, yeah. See, I always throw a lot of stuff away. And then I'm like, why the fuck did I throw that away? I literally needed that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We need to find some middle ground between the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) I married the guy who keeps everything. And then he married the one who throws it all away. (laughs) Uh, yeah I'm bad about being a keeper it's hard <sighs> it's so hard oh my god I have gotten to check two things off of my like bucket list in the past <sighs> since I talked to you tell me first of all there is this cute little coffee shop slash bar here called Halcyon um I have wanted to go since we moved here. I mean, you know how I am? Like, I always wanted a coffee shop. I worked in coffee for almost my entire working career. Um, And then, like, how, what a cool idea to go from, like, coffee in the morning to drinks at nighttime, right? Right. That's brilliant. (laughs) I know. So ever since we moved here, I really wanted to go, but it's so far from us because it's downtown. And also, it's very pricey because it's, like, very hipster-y, very hipster-y. 
So I finally got to try their coffee the other <gasps> Sunday. And it was so good. It was okay. (laughs) It was good and I totally will like drink it again, but I'm never going to be like, oh, I want to go to there and get their coffee because like there's much better. Do you know whose coffee in San Antonio I am obsessed with? Tell me. That's Summer Moon. Is that what they're called? Oh, yeah. I felt so bad because that's Adrian's favorite. And I made him go to Halcyon and they were out for it because they had macadamia nut syrup. That's why I wanted it again. And they were out and their coffee oh. was good. And he was like, we could have gone to Summer Moon. Summer <laughs> <is> so good. <laughs> it's so good. I think about that, that coffee all the time. Next it's like to- nowhere except for San Antonio. No, it's that's not true. Is it a chain? It's a chain. Yeah, yeah, bitch. It's a chain. Let me see. Let me find it. You know, though, next time you're here, I need to take you to Moss Cafe so you can try their Trust Leche's latte. Girl, that sounds so good. It is. It is divine. And I like it because it is like so local. But Summer Moon has, Summer Soon is what I typed in. Summer Moon has um this blueberry crisp latte during the summertime that is my all-time favorite that sounds like heaven yeah I, I don't know I really like blueberry lattes especially with oat milk that's my favorite okay location so summer moon is located in Frisco for sure I saw that everything I else is loading God in Frisco what you said? I was in the Metroplex. I could have gone to Frisco when I was in the Metroplex. Yeah, you could have. Okay, so San Antonio. There's like three locations here. Um, where's my mouse? Come here, mousey, mousey. San Antonio, San Marcos, Kyle, Buda, Austin. Um, Buda, you mean Buda. Excuse me, Buda. Is that how you say that, it? Yeah, isn't that annoying? <laughs> yeah, I've been saying it wrong my whole life. They should really yeah, spell I, it differently. Thank you. Just like there's a place in the panhandle, it's called Miami, but it's literally spelled the same as Miami. I'm like, that's Miami. And they're like, no, it's Miami. And I'm like, no, it's literally not. You're literally just saying an off-brand word right now. Miami, Round Rock, and also Cedar Park, which is outside of Dallas. Um, Miami, it's like um, our county is Bear County, but it's B-E-X-A-R. Like, I understand it's a different language, but don't get mad when people say Bexar, because that's how it's read. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. We're all trying our best out here. Yeah, man. It's pecan and pecan. Who cares? We're just doing what we can to live our lives. <laughs> survive. Amen. Uh, speaking of surviving, this full moon has hit me so hard. <laughs> I've been so tired. It has been exhausting, hasn't it? Yeah. But doesn't it feel like really good at the same time? I'm just so ready for like some release and like just feeling fresh. So I was ready for it. (sighs) Okay. So I checked that off my bucket list. It was mediocre coffee, but they had these really good um, pulled pork macaroni egg rolls. Divine. So good. Super good. You get also a little overpriced, still delicious. And then... For the other thing I crossed off my bucket list, it is, I got my Oric picture taken. Okay, I need to hear about the whole experience. I need to hear everything because that picture I saw on your Instagram and also in my text message inbox, and it <laughs> and looks incredible. I need to know everything about it. It was, I have literally been wanting my Oric picture taken for such a long time, like, years I have been dying for this for years but my issue has always been 
like I don't trust people I'm like no you're scamming this is not real life this is no no so I've never gone I've never like seeked anyone out because I'm always just afraid that it's not gonna be real and so the Saturday we had a market at R&R Collective which is an amazing apothecary place if you're looking for one they have higher end products that are perfect for like your skin, digestive. They had incense. I don't know, all kinds of stuff. They even have like a little, um, what is it called? You like upcycle clout clothes, like a little boutique in there. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was super cute. <clears throat> One of the vendors there is named Carrie Moss and she is an energy healer, which I didn't even realize until today. And she also does the aura pictures. And I was like, I can't wait. Like, I want to get my aura taken. I want to see what it looks like. I remember telling you about it for like days ahead of time. Like, I want to get it taken. So we get there and she's there setting up. And I was like, I am so obsessed with you. (laughs) Because I have been. Like, I don't know what it is, but she's just like, you know how you just see somebody and you're like, I either A, knew you in a past life or B, like you're so fucking magical that I can just like see the golden around you. Like that's her. Mm-hmm. Or, yes. Yes. That's her for sure. So I was like, oh my God, I'm so obsessed with you. And I was like talking to her and she was like, well, do you want me to like, do you want to do one of the test pictures? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Yes. So she took the owner of RR and they did her pictures and then they did like a small video with her and then went over her uh, because what she does is like she takes the pictures and then she like tells you about it. So she was doing all that. And then I was helping out my other friend, Honey and Pickle, set up her stuff. And then she came out and she got me and she's like, are you ready? And I was like, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I've never been more ready for anything in my in life. In my life. Yes. And I wanted and I just wanted to know everything about like how it works for her because I feel like she's very 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 like divinely connected. So I'm just like how does this work for you? How blah blah blah. So she was answering all my questions. She was like I feel like there's something that you need to tell me and I was like girl same I also feel like there's a reason that we needed to talk and there was something that I needed to tell you and she was like well no rush because we're like setting up but we'll take your picture and then she went over what it meant and then I found her at the end and gave her her message and it was like so beautiful her aura is like a rainbow literally oh that's amazing yes and when she took my picture she like showed it to me there was so much blue um, there's that's like, a like the her. first thing I noticed yeah I was shocked I even told her I was like I'm so surprised that my aura is blue and she was like really I knew it right away that it was going to be blue it was <sighs> I was really expecting pink so what does that all mean like what does all the blue mean okay so first of all you can see my heart chakra has like a white light over it that's like a divine healer's symbol. And then also like, there's a lot of other places in my aura that are white. That's like divine light. She explained it as saying how like, it's when all of the colors of the rainbow like come together. It creates- Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that made sense to me too. And then she said, um, there's like some green on the side that's for being connected to nature um which is amazing because you are so connected to nature especially lately I agree completely green personal growth healing teaching growth focused ability to accomplish goals oh yeah that's what she said um about like being able to accomplish my goals blue she said means compassionate loyal very spiritual she said caretaker of people and the planet authentic in expression and very intuitive i love that i love those descriptions yeah me too 
Turquoise was natural healer, gifted leader, calm, self-aware, good listener, nurturer. What you said? So they're also very well suited for you. It sounds like you're like on top of the microphone. Uh oh. Okay, now it does. Better. Okay. I must have put my AirPods in, not correctly. Sorry. No, you're okay. I was just saying that it sounds like really well suited for you. It was very flattering to me. And I think it was, I think it was validation that I really needed because I find myself questioning my gifts all the freaking time. Like, literally all the time but here's the really cool thing about that market I barely used my cards at all it was all psychically done for the most part and everything was so spot on so it was just a great Ah, I love that me too me too sometimes it's nice to be able to like deliver those intuitive messages just like coming from directly from you instead of you having to interpret it you know sometimes it's the difference between writing your own poem and reading someone else's I feel the same way and I also think that I use tarot as a crutch sometimes because I don't trust myself enough to be like this is what's coming through but well it's just like it doesn't matter how many times you've done simple math how often do you actually go back and check yourself with a calculator anyway like I know that five plus three is eight but I'm still gonna plug five plus three into the calculator because what if I'm wrong this time you're so right (laughs) yeah it's I mean people think that like I have people come at me all the time like oh you just think you know everything but like no literally I question myself every day so this is fine but listen here Linda also in this aura picture at the top these like little bulbs they Mm -hmm. represent spirit she said But what I think is so interesting is the shape that they make on my aura looks like lights on a UFO. I was thinking that also it was very much like rounded and a particular shape. Yeah. And I think that I've drawn, I think I've painted that UFO before. You know, and even now that I think about it like when I think about a lot of your paintings the ones that we've like felt the most connected and resonant with are very blue based also weird oh that's interesting I honestly was not expecting blue I was expecting pinks and greens and she was like no like blue is a sign of the divine oh yeah and also my crown chakra it's hard to see in the picture but like it's all purple like that that violet color which is the color of your crown chakra so and it's been it's interesting that they came across because that's what I've been working through a lot lately is like my crown chakra that's what I was going to say I was going to say how cool it was that your chakras particularly the ones that you have been focused on building like your your heart chakra and all of those things like those are coming to the forefront because those are probably the most like vibrant and resonant yeah it's just so affirming to like see that on paper and be like okay what I'm doing is working and also it opens up the possibilities to other things because it's like okay because this did work I know that I can apply that to other areas yes Oh, man. It was so cool. I was like, I literally almost cried. <laughs> I was so honored. That's, I, that's really the coolest. Like, and it's a really beautiful picture. And like, not only is your aura really lovely, but like, just you in that picture is also just like, it's a really beautiful, pure, natural, like happy picture. Because it's like, you can st- tell how excited you are that you're like getting to do this. So it's just all good vibes. Yeah, I love it. If I highly, highly recommend her if she comes back to Texas. She, she does this in, uh-oh, I forgot the three places. Texas, Oklahoma, and I want to say there's like one other place that she goes to. I don't know. I'll remember one day and we'll share. <laughs> I just think that that is the coolest and it is 
amazing that you get to keep it amazing you get to like look on it and like it's a reminder of like your divine strength and your connections and then it's just getting to hear about the how it like is a reflection of you it's really cool thank you um she is through texas georgia and tennessee so sorry oh wow i was wrong (laughs) (laughs) that's far that's quite a stretch yeah i wonder what it is about those places interesting i don't know but we dude we exchanged phone numbers we're gonna stay in contact like friends that's the coolest i love it i know (laughs) i'm just like fangirling so hard no that's so cool thank you i just feel like i just met a celebrity like I love it so yeah that's what I've been up to nothing like the most exciting but also the most exciting (laughs) oh yeah that's like so cool I would love to hear like how she got into doing that and like uh, that's just very interesting to me me too I we have some ideas coming in to talk about <laughs> Yay! I love that. Uh, okay, so I thought that maybe we could talk about a couple of questions that I have been getting asked lately. Want to try it? That sounds great. Yeah, heck yeah. Give me what you got. Okay, number one that has come in, been coming through in the absolute most way is how do you go from being raised in a very specific religion in a very like structured way into changing your beliefs into this? Like, how does it all work together? What do we think about religion? All of that. I feel like that's a really good question, first of all, because I feel like that's a something that a lot of people who are brought up in religious households struggle with because it feels like, especially, okay, so I grew up Catholic and you know how like Catholicism is like, oh, don't do tarot because that's witchcraft and things like that, you know? So it's something I also kind of was like, ooh, that's kind of sketchy territory for me. But what has helped me the most is coming to an understanding that first of all organized religion happening here during anywhere on this planet in this time involves humans and humans are not perfect and anytime you're adding imperfection into the mix it can lead to um a dilution of the message or you know a complete change in direction so i think a lot of people especially people who've had traumatic experiences involving their religious upbringing has been the human error aspect of it so that's like the first thing to keep in mind and then also for me just remembering that basically no matter what we're calling it we're all kind of referring to the same thing it's this this center of energy that is all about love and acceptance and peace and that's basically what every religion is talking about in some way shape or form just using different vocabulary and different stand-in names but overall you know you just use what what resonates best with you I still say Catholic prayers when I cleanse my home it's just how I feel comfortable connecting spiritually and how that resonates with me so a lot of it is self-imposed judgment too I agree completely I think that as humans we tend to let ego slide in and run rampant sometimes especially when it comes to areas where we can really control the environment around us and I don't even think I really and genuinely don't think that people are innately like evil like oh we're gonna do this to afflict inflict evil upon them but I do think it very much comes in a way it's like I need to control what's happening around me 
so that I feel safe, empowered, and um, in control. Like I know what's happening. It's not, I'm not spiraling. I'm not in chaos and things like that. And I think that, oh, I feel as though white men in particular, and I don't, I'm not trying to start shit. I'm just trying to say, I think they tend to feel very fragile and very threatened by other people around them asserting any kind of power. And I'm not going to pretend like I know where that comes from, but maybe it's just a different in culture, a different in the ways that they were raised. But I just feel like they're so threatened by the things around them that they can't control that when it comes to religion, especially those that are primarily created or founded upon white men, it's so twisted in just the ways that like make everything feel safe for them. Did that make sense? No, it absolutely does. Yeah, so I think that like, I think that you're right. All aspects of religion are both true and false different in different ways. Like we all are pretty much saying the same thing. When you look at the foundation of each religion, um, but how does it make you feel when you like are a person? <laughs> you know what Absolutely. I mean? Yeah, and if you think about like what seems uncomfortable and like foreign to you is just because that's not what you were brought up in. Like I know as a child, and you maybe can relate to this. Um, I'm not even sure actually if we ever went to mass together when I, I was went young. to church with you, yes. Yeah. And as somebody who grew up outside of the Catholic Church, that was probably a really unusual experience because it's mass is completely different than your Sunday service at a Baptist or a non-denominational church. And a lot of people outside of Catholicism look poorly upon Catholics because of a number of reasons. And don't get me wrong, some of it is very well deserved. <laughs> but <laughs> also, um, they are like very confused about like the, the process of the mass and the kneeling and the standing and the taking of communion and the praying to Mary. Like that freaks some people out in the same way that using tarot cards or you know connecting with wicca or things like that freaks people out it's all based on your familiarity whereas if you were somebody who was raised in that environment it doesn't seem unusual to you so you have to often check your understanding and just remind yourself like it is uncomfortable only because it's unfamiliar yeah is this outside of my comfort zone do i just need to be brave and like learn about it I think too, like, so I was raised in a Baptist household, but Southern Baptist. I feel like that's different. Like, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I was raised Southern Baptist. And even to this day, like, the kids and I went to my parents' house to visit. And then they were like, my parents tend to pray before every meal which is really great. I love that they do that. It's a personal choice. I feel like within religion and spirituality, like it's all individualized and personalized. And my kids, we don't do that. Like we give thanks in other ways. And so they didn't even really know <laughs> what praying was in that way. And my mom was like, what did she say to me? I forgot what she said, but basically she wasn't understanding. She was like, you know, sometimes God can help and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. I just think that we look at it differently. Like, I don't feel like I need to like pray at every meal. I think that we can just give gratitude throughout the day and be mindful of like what we're eating. And like, you know, like there's not, I just think the problem lies within everybody trying to make rules for other people. Like that's where it is. Right and that seems to be like an overall theme for so many issues that we're dealing with right now not even specifically religiously but politically I mean 
all of these things that are like, if people would just live and let live, truly, like, then that's how to say it kindly. What I really say on a regular basis is just like, mind your own damn business. Yes. And that <laughs> applies to so much, so much. If people would do that, man, I just can't imagine how unhappy it must make you if your whole sense of com- like complete happiness is based upon other people following the exact same path that you do like how frustrating would that be yeah it it's just like I mean how do we feel now when we have like Roe versus Wade overturned like that's oppression that's a rule that's something that's like being forced upon us without asking and I also think that there's a big problem in like cherry picking the messages within the religions like sometimes it doesn't even add up (laughs) at all right because once again it's that human element of it it's the imperfect interpretation and it's what has driven I feel like a lot of people especially around our age and younger away from organized religions because the hypocrisies are too much and you cannot the pros and cons begin to no longer equal out or weigh more on the pro now there's so much negativity associated that you can't in good conscience stand by it and that has also left so many people feeling completely lost people who have been like brought up in the church people who have always relied on it and maybe even felt safe there they start to see it morph into this thing they don't recognize and they don't feel like they have a safe place to be anymore so i think separating the the religion and the human aspect from what the true message is can also help you in those moments because the person that you're praying to the beliefs that you have doesn't change despite the fact that somebody might be grossly misinterpreting it yeah or fear-mongering you into doing something that you don't want to do because now you're going to go to hell because you made one mistake like you're inflicting trauma upon people when you fear-monger them into doing things yes (sighs) I just wish I really wish that people could recognize that there are bits and pieces that are right in everything and I think that there are bits and pieces that are being brought to extremities with things and there are things that we can do where we like one of my biggest problems with Catholicism and but this is before I was more educated I didn't understand like why can't you just pray to God like why no you have to pray through Mother Mary and this and that and I'm like but bro like why can't you just (laughs) sit down and have a one-on-one conversation with them but at the same time now that I've like am where I'm at I'm like okay well it makes sense like Maybe I don't always need to pray to like the biggest source energy. Like maybe it is somebody else who can lend a helping hand. You know, it's just like people. Yeah, you just have to find what resonates with you. And when it doesn't resonate with you, like you don't have to, you don't have to accept it. It's the same thing with like literally with like tarot messages. You know, if you're getting a reading from somebody and you're like, "Mm, no, like that doesn't mean that tarot is not real. It doesn't mean that that person doesn't know what they're doing. It means that, like, maybe that message wasn't for you. Or maybe the interpretation that you received just doesn't resonate with you and you need it spilled out to you in a different way. Yeah. Or maybe it's still outside of your comfort zone and you haven't allowed yourself to expand enough to receive it yet. There's all kinds of reasons. There's a lot. (laughs) For sure. So, okay, so that was one question. I feel like we addressed that very well. Oh, I also want to say that it is okay to have boundaries like within any sort of religion or spiritual practice. Like if something feels like it goes against your inner morals, it's okay for you to be like, okay, well, this aspect is not for me and that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. I think honestly, I think that we all create our own personal religions. I agree. And I really like that. Like if you could, if everyone could keep that in mind, again, I think everyone would be a whole lot happier. Yeah, I agree. 
Okay, you ready for a tougher question? Ooh, tougher than that. Okay, I'm ready. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I had somebody ask me this weekend, what is it like when you are speaking to somebody and you know that they're already intuitive? Does that change the messages or how does that come across differently for you, etc.? That is a tough question. I know. But you know, for me, first of all, and you can probably relate to this even more because of your work and like your specific line of work, you're always inclined to, first of all, believe that we all have spiritual gifts and inclinations to be able to do those things. So, you know, you're way more aware of it. But for me, I noticed it more like, especially with my family and friends as time goes on. And I get, I don't know, I get satisfaction out of like noticing, oh, you tend to have this type of reaction. And it's probably because of this. And it opens like a whole new level of understanding for me. For example, I have a friend who's like, I think I might be Claire audience. And I was like, oh, I understand you and the way you react so much more now because of that. So it was very interesting to me to see, I think it's it gives a lot of enlightening to a person and it kind of helps you understand why they react the way they do. How can you tell what people's clairs are like when they're talking to you? So I really, I mean, truthfully cannot. Like my inclination is I can tell if somebody it's more of an openness and a willingness to accept what their capabilities could be because you know you're going to interact with those people who are not willing to hear that at all yeah who are like "Mm -mm, I don't that's not real I shut it down so there's like no way to further any exploration with them but you can start to feel when somebody's like open and usually when they're open they're people who have experienced things or are looking for explanations to things and that's how you can kind of tell yes I agree I didn't know how to answer it in the moment but like after hearing what you've said I think that you're exactly right it's not a matter of like how do you know if people have gifts or abilities it's like knowing if they're open to them yet or not (laughs) yes because truthfully I feel like and you've said this a lot um and this has been helpful for me also truthfully everyone has the abilities has the capability to explore those abilities and that's how like because you know and I'm sure you've dealt with dealt with this even more than I have have you had people come up to you and be like well how come all of a sudden you're a psychic medium and you weren't years ago that was the hardest part of like coming out (laughs) and it's still hard And it's because it's not a matter of, oh, suddenly I'm psychic. Oh, suddenly I'm a medium. It's a matter of opening your understanding and being able to go those gifts that were always there. And also being able to share that with other people. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, also what I really like, and this is kind of like partly how I can tell the difference Um, the messages come through differently. So if I'm giving a message to somebody who's not open to their abilities yet, it tends to come through in a much more like gentle, loving manner. We're talking about your power, growing it, um, just like very gentle. And I feel like- Which is so interesting to me. Really? Yes. Why? (laughs) I think it's cool because it's almost as if it's like you're, it comes to you in the vocabulary that's going to be best received. Like you're not going to go up to talking to someone about their chakras and these things. If their mind is not in a level where they can understand that it's going to be more like, Hey, you know what? your inner self-talk needs to be this and it needs to be this and you can put a spin on it to where it's digestible which is super cool it's I think it's like the most fun part (laughs) and I never realized like how fun it was but it's true because then 
like let's say I'm doing a reading for somebody who actively talks to their guides all the time like Jordan that one time I was all "Ooh, you're in trouble like (laughs) (laughs) but it's just because like I can feel already well they already know so they're coming at her differently you know like right it's just like you don't talk to somebody on the first date the same way you talk to somebody when you're married to them it's a completely different vocabulary because there's an understanding there there's background built up it's the same thing you wouldn't come at somebody being like there's an alien and he's trying to channel you you need to mirror sky like (laughs) that could be enough to send somebody into tears oh i just always think about christy (laughs) (laughs) she's like no yes one time there was somebody and I was like listen the aliens have been trying to contact you and she straight up was like nope (laughs) I'm just not no and you know what okay then now we respect your boundaries that's a no and that's fine like yeah my favorite thing to do is um when I know that somebody should be working on something and they come to me and I'm like, yeah, I'll give you a reading. But my first question is, why haven't you been playing your music more? And then their face, dude. (laughs) Yes, that just happened twice. That happened with music. That happened once at Hotel Havana with one of the employees. And then Saturday at R&R, this man came up with his his girlfriend, wife, his partner we will say his partner and he was like I would like a reading and so I was like okay do you have a specific question or can I just give you a general reading and he was like general and I was like oh I'm so glad you said that because we have a problem we need to address (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh good well and I also feel like that really shows when we're giving information back and forth to each other because it's like I need to know and I need you to tell me why this bad thing keeps happening to me and it's like literally okay but also you're in trouble you're not drinking your water yeah it's yes and I hear you right now I will drink my water (laughs) the air just got so staticky but I was doing a good job for a minute there it's a struggle I got I had to get a new emotional support water bottle because I left mine at camp no fucking way you left it at camp I was like I'm gonna make sure and put it in my bag blah 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 and then Colby called me last minute and it's like I'm coming to get you right now I was like so I just grabbed my stuff and I left it for sure in my dorm room and I knew it before we had even left Amarillo but I didn't have my dorm key anymore I couldn't get back in it's okay because we are releasing that old and bringing in the new. Hey, at HEB, they have hydro jugs now. I actually got one from at home. Have you ever been there? I love that store, especially at Halloween time. Oh my God, they already have Halloween stuff up right now. But they I got one because I had a $5 reward. So I got it for cheap. But yes, oh. they do. They have so much. I want to see your thing. I can't see you and you're muted now. What's happening? You can't see me? Okay, you're not muted, but no, I can't see you. Now can you see me? No. This is music for the listeners. <laughs> what about now can you see me? No. What the heck? Okay. Well, well, I am trying to turn my Wi-Fi on and off. Do you have another question ready? Or do you have more to add to that question? Mm-hmm. I have one more thing to add to that. Um, it's also a matter of like really understanding spiritual autonomy because as your reader, I'm also listening to how you're responding. And if you're not ready for specific messages, then I'm not giving them to you yet. (laughs) So it's kind of like, yeah, you have messages coming through and I'm always going to tell you like what's for your best and greatest good and what's most important for you to hear right now. But sometimes we are not mentally or emotionally or even physically prepared for some of the things that are trying to come through. So I really like that because it changes how my messages are coming through. And so your guides and my guides 
will actually start to adjust like their language or what's coming through so that it's like we talked about more digestible for you. Um, also though, I can usually tell what gifts another person has, like what they're, what, well, not, I don't want to say gifts, but like what abilities they should be working on more um, because of how information's coming through. So if somebody is clear audience and they need to be working on that more, my ears tend to like hurt or they itch during the reading or if somebody needs to, um, if they're clear cognizant, sometimes my head will hurt because they're not trusting like their intuition or the thoughts that are coming mm. through, which is really cool. And I feel like your interpretation of that situation is different than mine because I feel like you do it far more regularly and you do it like almost down to like a science now because it's part of what you do and like your mentorship problem, like programs and things. So you're really getting down to like the meat of it where I'm more like, hey, that person probably right, right. wouldn't be offended by my hippie dippy woo woo conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed that it's easier for you to find um, other Libras? Like, have you been meeting them a lot more? You know, honestly, I can't say for sure. That's a very good question. For a while, I was finding all of the Libras with all of the like openness. <laughs> That's what you were attracting. It's that law of attraction, right? Yeah. I wonder, but though, like, not to discriminate against other signs, but I feel like Libra is probably one of the most intuitive astrological signs. That makes sense to me because also it's kind of like a balance between. Yeah. Again, I mean, Libra is all about balance, right? It's that balance between the spirituality and the like flesh. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So interesting. I, I don't know. Like, I just love what we do so much. It's so interesting. There's so many different like rabbit holes that you can just go down for ages. Ages. Preach. Okay, I want to end our podcast with a weird phenomena that is happening in my living room. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, I have been hearing in the living room this, like that. And it's like coming from a corner, but I don't know what it is. I don't know who it is. I don't know where it's coming from. I can't figure it out. And it's not consistent. I try to record it and it's like, it won't happen and then I'll end the recording and then I'll hear it <laughs> and it's so strange because you know you usually like reach out to me like hey I heard it again you'll send me a snapchat and usually I can like pick up on something being there or someone being there and in the last picture it was weirdly quiet yeah Jordan first of all is amazing at her mediumship skills like she is really on point at seeing, actually seeing like what's there. So I call her all the time because I do not see it like that. I just feel something's different, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was quiet. But I also feel like it was quiet because when I went to take that, well, what happened is I tried to take a video and the flash was, was on. So I think it definitely caught the attention of what it was and it was like oh I'm hiding yeah I can definitely see that because normally like you you will like snap a picture like is there somebody here and I'm like yes um, that's a man or there's a woman or there's I don't know what it is but it's really tall and skinny you know what I mean like I yeah. can at least pick up on never really like details but at least the fact that there's some energy there and this time it was like yes what do you think that is? <laughs> just like it's definitely something that's trying to get your attention, but I that's so bizarre. You know, last time you sent it to me, I said there was something very small like elemental. in the corner. Yeah, it seemed elemental, something very tiny, like under four feet. Probably I mean definitely shorter than like maybe about the size of Noah. Ooh. But it didn't feel like a child. 
Do you think I could pull a card to see what it is for? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how am I supposed to figure this shit out? It's been how many years? Truthfully, I think it's you've still got some days to come before you're going to get a solution. It's like almost like it's winding up. So I think it's telling you to be aware and be paying attention because there's something to come. But right now it's just trying to be like, I wish I could whistle like that. It's like trying to get your attention. Dang. I wish. See, this is the thing. You don't always just get your answers. And it just is, it just be like that. And it's not the matter of like, oh, my guys aren't listening to me or, oh, they're not communicating to me. It's like, no, actually, they know more than we do. And they're like, you have to go through these certain things before you're ready to hear or before this is ready to unfold for you. And it's frustrating, but it just is like that. (laughs) And sometimes it's circumstance and almost, oh, ooh. Hmm. I don't know that I love that, but sometimes it reminds me of something similar to, I don't know that, and why this analogy popped into my head, but you've heard the urban legend of Mothman, right? He showed up in West Point, Virginia, and three or four, I want to say it was three days after his first spotting, a bridge collapsed where people, tons of people were injured and killed, and he was thought to kind of be the warning or the omen that something bad was going to happen. So to me, I'm not saying necessarily with the same connotation, but I do, <laughs> I do think that it's um, almost like a front runner for something that is gonna be happening. Do you think that it's gonna be happening on a personal level or? I do. half lying half I mean half lying half crying half laughing (laughs) (laughs) no yeah I do I think it's it's very personal to you I think that it's dang you you see this this is the mysteries that we live in every day because we choose to embrace our gifts and go down this path of enlightenment and here we are here we are friends Thanks for hanging on with us. <laughs> Amen. Well, we'll see if anything comes in light into this next week. Until then, if you would like to learn more about how to connect to your gifts and pull for tarot, um, you can find me on at Kate period, the period brave. Um, you can go to my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Kate underscore the brave. You can find us at T and tarot podcast on Instagram. You can find Jordan's bomb-ass Spotify playlist on Spotify. As usual, I will link that in our notes. And be sure to like, review us, and share us. We love you guys. We do. Hope everybody has a great week. Bye. Bye.